have some highlights for you from the week on the radio between 2 and 6 p.m. Thanks for listening if you tuned in live. Uh, this is just a little shorty episode just to get you through the holidays. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, and we'll be back in the new year. Love you. Oh, Paul, look what I got in the mail. It's a very beautiful-looking letter. Very magical. Yeah, it's a letter from Santa. Should I open it? Should we read it? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll open it up here and see... I'm going to see what it says. Uh, it says, oh, it's to us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, dear Paul and Jenny, you have been very good boy and girl this year. Oh, what? It Santa? is. It's from Santa Claus. It's true. I have. Wow. Okay. And now it says, uh, what was the song that played before some 41 this afternoon? I'm trying to win the PS5. Um, oh, sorry. We can't. We can't do that. We can't tell you. Wow. Uh, I can't believe that Santa's even having a hard time getting a PS5, though. Even jolly old St. Nicholas. Now that is some serious supply chain issue. It actually looks like there's a very good possibility we may get a white Christmas in Victoria. What? Yeah, this was a start up this weekend. Right now they're like, oh, maybe some rain showers or flurries. We'll see. If it gets cold enough, we could be seeing some snow in Victoria. Oh, yeah. my God. And I know over on the mainland it's supposed to get hit even harder with snow, as it usually does. Sure. But, yeah, they're looking at, like, many centimeters of snow for the weekend into Christmas and into, yeah, the week that everyone seems to have off next week which will be really nice. Good luck, Mainland, with that, even yeah. still. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are now canceling their Christmas plans, too, because yes. of the new restrictions and also just not wanting to travel. But now the snow is another reason. <laughs> like, today, my partner messaged me and was like, yeah, my car does not do snow. I don't know how we're going to go over to the Mainland. We'll oh. figure it out, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We might get stuck. I uh, did my Christmas shopping yesterday, by which I mean I bought, no, let me count here, one, two, three, four, five boxes of crackers. <laughs> And I'm the only person who eats crackers in the house. <laughs> and I don't use I'm gonna save them all for Christmas Day. Yeah. And my partner looked at me and was like, that's a lot of crackers for one person. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, but we're not going anywhere. It's gonna snow. We'll do presents and then crackers and charcuterie all day um, long, okay? I thought you were just going dry just with the crackers. No cheese, no meat, nothing. Just straight up crackers. Living the dream. No, no, no. no. There would be all kinds of dips and cheeses oh, and meats. Nice. And, yes. What else do you put on a charcuterie? Like dried fruits? Dips. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is going to be my Christmas. As close to by myself as possible. And how wonderful. That sounds pretty good. In the snow. This sweet video that's going viral right now, well, in Victoria at least, um, of a woman in a T-Rex costume greeting her partner at the airport in Victoria. Here in town. Yeah, right here in town. Yes. It's adorable. She's just by herself in like one of those inflatable T-Rex costumes and is just sitting and waiting for her partner. And then the partner like doesn't really know it's her because you uh. can't really see in the costume. Of course. And then realizes and there's like a big hug and a reunion. It's a very sweet video. It was all over read it. Yeah. Um, apparently she was like super nervous though about being in the uh, T-Rex costume by herself and had to like call her friends to like, you know, be okay with the whole act. Get some moral support. Yeah, this is the audio from CTV. I had to call my friend for like a pep talk. So it was like, oh man, like these people are going to think I'm strange. And then it was kind of just like, well, who's going to see this? Who's going to know it's me? Nobody. 
and they had no idea that they were being filmed the whole time. <laughs> now she's on the news and the video's going everywhere. It's adorable. Well, this was your idea before when we talked about the hug rug they have in Winnipeg, right? Yeah. I love that there's this dedicated spot in the airport for these types of reunions and hug. And you had the very privacy destroying idea <laughs> of just having a camera set up there streaming live to the internet 24 7. Oh. You would watch that wholesome content constantly, right? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't watch any rom coms. Instead, I'd just watch that, the reunions at the airport and cry and cry and cry. <laughs> oh, I love that sort of stuff. It's my favorite. But yeah, there are a lot of privacy issues. I'm thinking maybe if you had like a designated area where you know that you're on a live stream, right. that people can be like, I know this is going to be real cute when I kiss my partner for the first time in months. Yeah. Everyone can come see. Huge signs everywhere that are like, privacy warning. This is being streamed to the internet. This adorable reunion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that the T-Rex costume would only be the start. You'd see Uh people really mugging, you know, in all kinds of costumes. (laughs) They're trying to reach the top of that Reddit thread with the most creative reunions (laughs) at the airport of all time. Yeah. Yeah. How wonderful. You know what? It's not a terrible idea, Jenny. It sounds entertaining to me. Now, I've done away with this tradition, but you made a gingerbread house? No, I haven't made a house. I've just been seeing a lot of people post online that they're, you know, doing the tradition of making gingerbread houses and people and things like that. Do you think that the posting it online has reinvigorated this little tradition? Oh, maybe. Everyone's trying to outdo each other. Because I feel like that was a tradition that was on life support because you bought this kit and you make the house and people could get creative with it. But then it was just like, to me, it just seems like a tremendous waste of food because no one's oh. going to eat that gingerbread after. Yeah. It gets stale. Everyone's been t- touching it with their grubby fingers. Never mind COVID. Yeah, you know what? I'm not a huge fan of building gingerbread houses, I've realized over the years. Uh-huh. Whenever we have a you know gingerbread party, like not party, but like people over to do that together, I just find it's a chore unless you like really have to make it fun. Like make whatever else you're doing around it fun. Like have a little drinking game or something, you know? <laughs> yes. Otherwise it's a chore and I'm not very good at it. And I don't like not being good at things. A little spoonful just, of sugar situation yeah. going on to have a drink with your uh, gingerbread yeah, house making. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, because yeah, I find it just like always falls apart and never mm. looks how you want it to look. And then it doesn't get eaten either. Yeah, because it gets all stale. Now, I've been saying this for years, so I'm going to say it again now. I think it's one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever had in my whole entire life. Wow. Gingerbread house making kits, for all the reasons we just talked about, mm-hmm. should be made of dog food. <gasps> That's, or that's dog really sweet. biscuit or something like that, right? Yeah. So you make the house. You're like, it's a house made of cookie. Do you love it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Take a picture for Instagram. It sits there. It gets stale. And then Borco or whatever your dog's <laughs> name is. Yeah, Borco. <laughs> Borco, come and get a treat. And then bit by bit, you can start breaking pieces off the house, breaking arms off the men and whatever, yeah. and feeding it to your dog who doesn't care what's stale and what's not. That's so sweet. That's actually a great idea. Make a little dog house out of it too. Right? Yeah. All the candy and everything can be dog friendly. The you know, icing. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're all admitting we're, ne- we're never going <laughs> to eat a gingerbread house and it feels bad to waste food. Yeah. Feed it to a dog. I feel like I've been saying this for years. I never got positive feedback about this idea. Yeah, we got some text messages from zoners starting with Jesse saying only young children or really drunk people eat the gingerbread house otherwise. And that's not good for either of them. No. Oh, that's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> then Adam says, Paul is a genius. Dog food gingerbread house is brilliant. Thank you. And then Kyle says gingerbread house meh how about a Kit Kat log cabin it's better and won't go stale making one tonight this is something you can actually buy Kyle got it at thrifties what 
Yeah. That's sweet. Are you sure it doesn't Is it go- full? So you use the full chocolate bars with the little, yeah, I guess it looks like logs. It must be, a, but it's a kit that you buy. Right. So, and there's all. So do you melt the chocolate so then it like melts together? How does that work? And you're still touching it with your grubby fingers and there's going to be all a bunch of melty chocolate fingerprint I, smudges all in them. I think I would much prefer a Kit Kat over a gingerbread though. Yeah, actually. That sounds good. Sounds pretty good, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've embraced it this year. I'm into the eggnogs. I was mixing rum and eggs logs, l- logs last night. <laughs> okay. okay. Not this morning. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, your partner, you said, was doing up what? Oh, we got an espresso machine, yeah. and he's been making eggnog lattes. That it's sounds so amazing. Great. Yeah. See, I'm not getting that fancy, but I was dumping a bunch of eggnog into my coffee this morning. And then, do you feel this? I could feel the struggle going on inside my body. The coffee and the caffeine trying to wake me up mm-hmm. and the eggnog trying to make me sluggish. Trying to chill you out. You know how you have like the two wolves inside <laughs> yeah. of you? One is made of coffee and one is made of eggnog? That was me this morning. It was a lot. And yeah. now I'm tired and I have a headache. Oh no. I'm blaming the eggnog, <laughs> but what a delight a delight still. Maybe it was the rum as well that you put in there yesterday. That's last night. Okay, well maybe but that's I why do, you're feeling it today. You gotta mix them strong. You gotta thin that eggnog out. Because you go, you just open up, you know, like a streaming service and you go and look for like a holiday music playlist Mm -hmm. and none of them really satisfy, you know, because there's some, you know, it's like the mix of holiday songs I want to hear. Like I want to hear Andy Williams and Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra, but then I also want to hear like, you know, Sia, (laughs) do you know what (laughs) I mean? Like super new holiday stuff as well. And it's like, and and every single one of them has Mariah and I don't Mm want to hear Mariah. You got to make your own playlist. You do. Listen to. I know. Yeah. It's worth the effort, right? It really is. Yeah, you have to go digging for them. Yeah. Marshmallow World, by the oh. way, underrated Christmas song. It doesn't never comes up on those lists. How does that a, one go again? It's a marshmallow world in the winter oh, when yeah. the snow comes to cover the ground. You love everyone that involves it's snaps. A, yeah, there's snapping. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Oh, it's winter solstice, which means we're going to start seeing the sun a little bit longer every day. Oh, so you want to be seeing more of me? Hey, what the heck? Who are you? I'm the sun. The sun. You humans used to worship me at this time of year. Now it's all about Santa Claus. Yeah, well, we also worship consumerism now, if that makes you feel any better. A little. Now, I think this is probably a pretty good thing, a big win for workers. Yeah. But because a lot of us are working from home, you know, throughout the pandemic. And right. uh, this one story now, this Air Canada employee, she was a call center employee. She was working from home at her own house. Mm. And then she fell down the stairs at her own house. Right. And a judge has ruled now that that indeed, she is eligible for workers' compensation. Oh, so it's like a workplace incident, like an injury on a workplace. I guess that makes sense. Right. Yeah, if you're there your whole day from nine to five and you get injured on the job. You're working. I guess so. I never thought about that, but that could be something we see more of, hmm. more stories like this. I'm, I'm happy I'm not working from home, actually. Me too. It's a pretty dangerous work environment if I really think about it. Oh, really? Yeah, sometimes my cats get a little frisky, get uh-huh. scratches and whatnot. Right. Yeah, it's not safe for me to be home. Yeah. How about I you? I don't think you get workers' comp for kitty cat scratches. Well, if it gets infected... <laughs> One time, did you know I got a kitty cat scratch that got yeah. infected? Really? Yeah. I had to have the the IV needle in my hand oh for my like gosh. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. See? Exactly. Then workers comp. You probably had to be off work for that and everything? No. Oh, okay. So well, work. never mind. <laughs> um, for me, I always fall down my stairs also. You do? Always? Well, <laughs> multiple times. You haven't times, figured it out yet? Or what's going I on? I have these stairs out the front of my house. Yeah. And they're... 
I don't know. I just fall down them a lot. Like, uh, sometimes I'm angry and I'll be stomping down the stairs, you yeah. know, bang, 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 bang. And then I'll, I fell down right on my butt. And Actually? Yeah. Your neighbors know of this? Like, have you been caught falling? Oh, I'm sure the whole neighborhood is like, look at idiot Joe over there <laughs> falling down the stairs. And it's true. I do fall in a very comical way. Yeah, you so, do. Yeah. You know, now it gets icy out and ice on the wooden stairs and I'm taking the dog out. And it's true. I'm very like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a lot of slip ring, a lot of like, you know, and then right down on my butt. Right. That was a good thing you're not working from home. You'd have the yeah, work safe compensation happening. Yeah. So be careful out there. <laughs> Slippery stairs, everybody. We both read this great thread online today of this uh, this guy on Twitter. He grew up Muslim, so Mm. didn't celebrate Christmas. But now because of the pandemic, he was invited to celebrate Christmas with some Christmas celebrating friends of his. Right. And so we are so old hat at Christmas. We're done spinning our wheels about Die Hard and all the other, (laughs) you know, Christmas conversations. But it was really interesting to hear this perspective of someone who had never done all the Christmas things before. Yeah. So they pointed out a few different things. I think that stood out to me maybe you relate to Uh um, was that Christmas becomes a part-time job (laughs) between mid-November to December. I mean, some of us, it's only like a week (laughs) because we leave our like, you know, all of the chores that we have to do around Christmas until then. But that one, yeah, really hit me. It does feel like you have like an extra job that you're constantly thinking about. It just adds a level of stress. To put the tree up, to get the lights up, to do all the shopping and everything. Yeah, Yeah, your weekends get like eaten by Christmas like a black hole. Totally. Now the other one, about the budget. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the budget, it doesn't matter. So if you and your friends have, you know, a budget, maybe you're doing like a white elephant Christmas giveaway or something yes, like yes. that, and you say, oh, the budget's 25 bucks, it's always going to cost you at least $10 more. Yeah. And you always end up going over budget. Yes. It's so true. Like we said in my house today, let's not, or this year, let's not do presents. We're going on trips. Let's not do anything. For, mm. And I've completely destroyed that idea as well. Oh, yeah. And I'm buying tons of presents for everybody this year. (laughs) There is no budget. Now, the last thing was when you're putting up the tree, Mm -hmm. and I noticed this too for sure with our tree, you have two, there's two strata of ornaments. You have fillers and keepers. Right. You have these like generic baubles and hoosits and like things and whatever that are just there to fill up the tree. But then you have these keeper ornaments that mean something to you and they're from something and they're the pretty ones or the ones you like the best. And what this person was saying that those ones are also the most expensive. They're like $15 for one ornament and you can't fill a whole tree with that every single year. So, I mean, I guess the question is, is an ornament a good gift? I feel yeah. like that would be a great gift. Like I did this for a long time. I always, as a part of the Christmas gift, would, you know, for whoever I was with, it was like a nice ornament. And there's oh, so many nice. of them that have like the year on them, right? Yeah. And so then as you set up the tree every year, you have all these great memories tied to these ornaments and the years that you spent together. It's really lovely. I would highly recommend an ornament as a gift. I don't have a single keeper ornament. Really? I'm just starting. Yeah. So I got to start fresh. Okay. I don't have it, the money for this. So. It can be, <laughs> yeah. They, what do they say? Fifteen dollars yeah. ornaments? Okay, I was spending like thirty bucks twice Whoa. that. At least ornaments can be really expensive. So yeah, do it over the course of your entire life. <laughs> yeah. I on my tree, I don't have any of the keepers. But what um, do you have? Baubles? Um, yeah, we just have some like cheap baubles from uh, Value Village. That's a great oh, yes. place to get ornaments and Christmas decorations or any thrift store. Really, uh-huh. people want to get rid of them all the time. Yeah, totally. Um, but we're starting this new tradition this year. I don't have a star or like an angel for the top of my tree either. Okay. So every week we name the cat of the week because I've got three cats. Yes. So every week they get uh, a space 
on the top of the tree. Uh-huh. So I've, I've printed out some cat photos for that. Right. Is that why you're using all the toner at work? That's right, yes. Oh, okay. And I have a lot of keeper ornaments on my tree, like ornaments that are actually very, very nice. I've yeah. got this, like, it's made of wool, I think. It's a bear, a oh, little black bear. That's cute. I just love them. Yeah. I'm um, listening to this, though, and I, so this is what happens, right? You buy, like, one or two every year, and you really can fill your tree up with these great things. But listen to this wonderful idea that Sean texted us. Every year, I buy myself and both my daughters the same ornament. We hang mine, and I pack away theirs. Oh. So when they finally move out, I will give them the box <gasps> of all the ornaments so that they have a whole lifetime of keepers to hang on their oh. tree in their new houses on their own when they're adults. That's so sweet because that was the thing when I moved out. I didn't have any of the keepers from when I was a kid. Right? Yeah. Isn't that such a nice idea? That's a great idea, Sean. Sean. Oh my God. I'm getting all teary eyed over here about this. One of the things that we're hearing a lot of since yesterday when the new uh, restrictions got announced was like more than any other time, I'm really hearing people who love going to the gym are really oh. upset about how gyms are going to be closed. Well, it's tough. Like it's it's great for you physically, like for yeah. your physical health, but it's such it makes such a difference for your mental health as well. Once you get oh, yeah. into that nice routine and I know like people were just getting their momentum and I'm feeling for all those local businesses too that are now shut mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. and they were just getting that momentum. People were finally getting back into to their gym routines. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a difficult time. You have to start getting a little bit more creative in how you're going to stay physically active and also mentally. My gym that I like going to was like shut down for renovations until the 20th. Yeah. And then I didn't go and then it got shut down. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Missed opportunity. Yeah, that sucks. But um, what we're seeing online a little of today is people trying to get creative if they do have those that momentum. We talked a little bit about this yesterday, like, oh, get out the laundry detergent jugs and do curls at home like mm-hmm. that. And, Dial up yoga with Adrian. Do you ever do yoga with Adrian? No. She's a YouTube person. Oh, yeah. And she does yoga. You can do it at home. But, nice. But other people are getting more creative with the stuff, too, that they can keep fit while the gyms are closed. Yeah, a lot of people are saying there's so many different hikes that you can go on around Victoria. Of course. <laughs> of course there are. Yeah, that's a great way to stay physically active if you like to hike. What is your beef with hikes? Oh, it just was running and hiking. I, I have a hard time because I can't turn my brain off. If uh-huh. I'm doing physical activity, it needs to be the most high intensity, and I can't think of anything else. Otherwise, I will stop. My mental game is not good enough to what? like just go on a hike for hours. You know? What if you're going with friends and you were chit-chatting the whole way up the mountain? I could, but I'd be out of breath, I think, you know? Okay, well, then do what I do. What's that? Podcast time, baby. That's oh, exactly yeah. when it's time for podcast. Please check out the PJ Party Podcast for the zone.fm oh, okay. and wherever you get your podcast. Just imagine us being there alongside with you on the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're there. It's you and me, Jenny and I, on the podcast. And we're there. We're going up the mountain with you. Here we go. <laughs> Helping. terrible. Maybe you're listening on a hike right now. This is going in the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're your hiking buddies. Are you seeing this video that's going around online right now of a yeah. cougar on Saanich? I mean, classic Saanich video. Um, there's always cougar sightings in Saanich. Um, but this one was wild because this uh, husky comes up to it and tries to scare it away. Then yeah. the owner comes out, calls the husky, puts its hands above its head, and then the cougar runs off. I mean, this could have been a really dangerous, terrible yeah, situation, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were very lucky that it just ended like that, that Thank the God. cougar got scared, ran away. So great reminder to uh, just be really careful with pets outside. Yeah. And you lock down your garbage and don't leave you know stuff outside that could attract the cougs. Yeah, especially in the area. This video was near Bear Hill Park, just north of Elk Lake. So if you live in that area, there is a cougar. 
in that area. Well, that means that that dog is a very good boy. Yes. And I hope it gets lots of presents for Christmas. Now, that Thank leads you. me to, you can see here, Jenny, I have this gigantic bag. Yeah. And I want to tell you what this is, is that, um, you know, no kids. So I just spent, I think, probably $100 on pet things for Christmas. Oh. Let me just show you what I have here. I got a big soft ball Whoa. for them to chase around the house, okay? New poop bag oh holder, because that's really cool. I got this oh. bone that's made of real wood that... They can chew on that. Oh I got special God. treats for the dog. I got special treats for the oh cat. I got this bu- the, another rope wow. chew thing for the dog and then balls also. Oh, I didn't even know they jingled. Can you hear that? <laughs> That's very nice. Is that jingle That's bells? a lot That's of for cat. gifts for your pets. And on top of what Santa's going to give them, well, your yeah. pets right. are going to be spoiled. I know. I know. So I hope I'm not alone in this. You, you get presents for your pets on Christmas, right? No. What? Really? They don't know it's Christmas. And then you, oh, but it's the best thing. You wrap them, okay, like their presents. And then, here's the thing. If they smell just enough, Mm -hmm. but not too much, they won't mess with them when they're just sitting under the tree overnight. But then once you are like, here you go, pet, open this present, then they'll use their claws and teeth to open their own present. Oh, it's the best. Even the cats do that? A hundred percent. Wow. Is it just like the opening of the gift that they like the most? Yeah, they yeah. lose interest in the toys <laughs> yeah, very right? quickly, You probably spent, what, $200 on all that stuff? It's a lot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did I overdo it? I think maybe, but I mean, I'm also very happy for your pets. Yeah, I don't do the whole Christmas for cats um, because, yeah, they don't know it's Christmas and I'd like to save some money. So I just let Santa do all the shopping for that. Hey, God bless St. Nick. <laughs> do you want one of these jingle balls yeah, for your Yeah, can I cats? take one for yeah, my cat? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I did have the thought today at the pet store while I was dropping $100 on um, <laughs> gifts for my pets is that uh, one dog and one cat, just so you don't think <laughs> so many pets, is that I thought I could just take the toys they already have, mm-hmm. wrap them, <laughs> yeah, right, have a nice moment Christmas morning, and then they go right back to just destroying the things they already own. It's like a brand new toy for them. Yeah, that's sweet. I mean, after all, the zoners have been texting and saying that they give presents to their pets on Christmas, I'm starting to think that I should probably do the same. But you're going to do that, right? You're just going to wrap the things they already have? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think I might just like <laughs> dump out some catnip for them on the day. Just give them uh. extra treats. You know, we have these little go-gurts is what I call them. They're like tubes for yep. cats, but it's just like scallops right or whatever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And and you just give them to the and it's a very like fun thing to do. You hold them and they eat the gogurt. It's very sweet. So might do that. Now Mike did pick up on. He says, Paul, you bought a bone made of wood. Isn't that just a stick? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, no. It, <laughs> it's a what product. is it then? It's a it's a bone made of wood that you buy at the store. Yeah, made with real maple. What it so says. Someone here. just went outside and you purchased that for what twelve ninety nine. It was money for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean it looks nice. It's a nice stick. I can't just <laughs> go outside and get a stick off the ground and give it to my dog for Christmas. Oh wait, he'd love that. <laughs> yeah, probably more than that bone that you spent twenty dollars on. Oh jeez. How much was that one actually though? It was money. Yeah. Welcome to the afternoon zone on a very special. Festivus edition where we're going to read grievances all day long. It's an opportunity to vent because I feel like we like to generally keep things positive here, have fun, keep it upbeat. Mm-hmm. We do shout outs for spreading positivity, but also it's not good to like hold things that bother you in forever and let them fester, right? Yeah, totally. I'll read one from Dirty Daryl again. Yeah, us okay. A rolling out here, okay? This is fair. I feel like there's going to be a lot of traffic related grievances oh, throughout the day. For sure. 
We hate driving, don't we, folks? <laughs> I actually really like driving. I know, me too. <laughs> uh, but Dirty Daryl says, Grievance, people who come to a stop in front of you and then turn on their signal. Oh! oh. And then you can't turn away from them? You can't get around them because the traffic's already flowing through it on the right side? Ah, oh, Daryl, I feel ya. Daryl, not to take away from your grievance, but I feel like if you just gave it a little bit of more room between you and the car in front of you. Okay. Well, I'm serious. Might not get around that easier, but thank you. Let Daryl have this, okay? Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) everyone sucks at driving except for you. That's how the world works. Yeah, of course. So let's read a couple here. Greg says, my biggest grievance, drivers who do not turn their lights on when it's raining or dark. Everyone has daytime running lights. But Mm. seriously, there are cars behind you, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, to piggyback on that one, Marley texted in saying, can we please mention all of the lovely people driving around that have at least one burnt out light on their vehicle? Please check, 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 check your lights once in a while just for safety. Thank you. And running lights are not headlights when it's dark or rainy. There we go. Don't say Um, I. Oh, what what about it? Oh, no. (laughs) No? Okay. Do you want to say it? I'll say it. Okay. Um, okay. One of the most common text messages or phone calls that mm-hmm. we get mm-hmm. is what Paul's about to say. Can you tell people to turn their lights on? <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, like, anytime it's dark, as soon as the sun sets, we get like four or five messages about it, some phone calls. The thing that it, that happens is that no one, li- not everyone listens to the zone. I mean, we can, we can put out that message all the time, but I w- yeah, there's yeah. still going to be those people. Yeah. I get it, too. It's wild to see someone driving with their lights off. Last weekend, I was driving out to Andres. Mm -hmm. Someone was ducking and weaving all around me, no lights on. It was dark and raining. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. That's scary, dangerous. And then they came up behind, beside me to pass. Guy was also on his phone on the highway, high speed. I was like, wow, I'm going to call the radio station and tell (laughs) this man to turn his lights on. But I like this one from Jesse. Now, we kind of, we almost made it a ground rule of like, Look, we're all sick of the COVID talk. We don't need a bunch of, you know, we don't want this show to sound like a comment section on any Facebook post that has to do with COVID. But I actually like this one from Jesse. He says, happy Festivus. My grievance is with COVID and all its restrictions. It can F right off. And do you want to know what? Aren't we all just feeling exactly that? Yeah. I like that one because it didn't blame any people. Yeah. You know, there was no finger pointing. It was like virus. This sucks. This sucks. Yeah. And it does. And we're all feeling that. So well put, Jesse. Okay. Mike says Bailey's should come with a dipstick. Hate that the bottle is so dark. You only know it's empty when you try to sweeten your holiday coffee. That's so true. That is such a fantastic idea. That's a really good idea. Or what about like a clear bottle? Is it just because it ruins the liquor? (sighs) It must be. Because I have Ryan's in my house, which is an Irish cream. It's got a dark bottle as well. There must be something. Do you have the same problem where you have like four or five bottles of either Kahlua or Bailey's and they're all just just about empty? Yes. And just sticky? Because you never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, good one. That's a really good idea, actually, Mike. Okay, Megan says, Grievance. A husband who says he will do all of the Christmas shopping, but doesn't. So you're the one at the mall two days before (gasps) Christmas for the first time in years. Oh, Megan. That sounds very stressful. (laughs) I'm so sorry. sorry. That situation. They didn't say their husband. They just said a husband. Maybe it's a different husband. Maybe it's a different husband they're talking about. Listen, I'm that guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah. I would never extend my own flakiness, my last minute shopping. Like, you can trust me. I will stressful. get it done. And I would then never you say that. Yeah, about Oof. toys for the people. It's just for me. Oh, boy. So we're feeling you, Megan. Good, Good luck, grievance. Megan. Dylan says, here's a grievance uh, that the real world penalty box and refs don't exist. Ten minute penalty for piss poor behavior towards your fellow man. Wow. Wow. That's actually a really good idea. Because there's things that people do. I mean, like, for example, being mean to a retail worker, yelling at someone in the service industry, Uh something like that, where you probably won't go to jail for it, but then they don't really get any consequence for it. How about a penalty box? Ten minutes to sit and think about what you've done. Yeah. How about Uh that? Someone cuts you off in traffic. No accidents done, but hey, you get a penalty for that one. You know? That's pretty good. I think that's a great idea, Dylan. Okay. Sean says... I absolutely hate when people don't pick up their dog's poop bag and just leave it at the side of the trail. Okay, yeah. If you're going to put it in a bag, put it in the garbage. If you're on a trail, though, and you're in the woods, you can just leave the poop and it'll just sink into the ground and biodegrade. You just made it worse by putting it in the bag. You think you're doing a good deed by picking it up in a bag, but then you leave the bag? That just traps the poop in a non-biodegradable plastic bag. Don't do that. That's silly. Plus, it looks bad. Yeah. Ellen says, going through the drive-thru and they don't stir the sugar in your tea. Do you know about this? Well, I, th- I think about it quite a lot. If you're, yeah, going to be driving, you can't drive and stir sugar in your tea. So when you, they give you the tea, they don't stir the sugar in? Sometimes they do, depending on the drive through The sugar right? is all stirred in, Well, usually. if you go to Timmy's, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, finally one. This is a very Victoria-specific one. Mm-hmm. A couple other towns in this country, I guess. But Lisa says, my grievance is the rent is too damn high. It's too damn high. Preach. Jenny West, you've got a... Wow, okay. You got a grievance? Oh, I'm stewing over this one. Okay, so you know when you're watching a show and the character is holding a coffee cup, like a takeout coffee cup, and Uh they're just swinging it around, and it's supposed to be full Uh in the scene, but it's clearly empty. I find it so distracting. Yeah, I agree. (sighs) And then I looked into it to figure out, you know, why they do that. A lot of the times they put microphones in there. So they don't have to, like, do the whole boom thing or whatever. They just put a mic in the coffee Inside cup. Inside the coffee cup? Yeah, instead of liquid. Um, and sometimes it, there's no microphone in there, but they catch the liquid sound in a microphone, and that's distracting. I don't buy that. I don't either. All and right. then another reason that I saw was that r- removing liquid from the scene is just means, like, less things can go wrong. But I feel like the the scene is it should be scratched. Yeah, you're, because you're just flinging around. Ruined. It's ruined. I'm not okay. paying attention to what's happening anymore. Crank my mic all the way up to the top. Oh, I'm scared. Okay, okay. no, I'm just. I've got this coffee, okay. and there's also something else in it. I'm just swishing it around near the microphone. Can you hear it at all? Microphone up top. No, yeah, it's all the way up. No, I can't hear. Is that? No, you can nothing. Hear anything, right? Yeah, Moving careful it with that though. On that microphone. <laughs> Bailey's is the other thing. Yeah, that's my okay. grievance. That's my grievance. Let's, uh, yeah, that's a really good one. I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. Okay, okay. let's read some other ones here. David says, uh, oh, no, no, let's do one from Joseph. It says, my grievance is people who barge their way onto the elevator before letting you off. What happened to common courtesy? Okay, interesting. So what's who has the right of way? It's the person who's in the elevator leaving. Absolutely. It's not even a common courtesy thing. That's just like the rule of law in the world. (laughs) Right. If you're leaving a room, a building, an elevator, the ones who are going out are the ones who go first. And then once the elevator is empty, then you refill it. I feel like we need rules of the road, but for grocery stores as well. You know, if you're going onto the main aisle out of the smaller aisles, you got to wait for your turn. 
David writes, um, grievance, wrapping paper with random nonlinear patterns or no grid lines on the back. Us gift wrap challenged folk need guidance. Hmm. There ought to be a grid line industry standard. Yeah, I've never, I mean, I understand. I have seen some poorly wrapped gifts, but I haven't had that problem before. I find wrapping easy and actually enjoyable. Oh, why? I I just think it's fun. What do you do? You can get really creative with it. You can add bows and different colors and make it like a theme. Oh, I love wrapping so much. I'll wrap all of your gifts. I was going to say, can you? I have all my gifts here. Would you mind wrapping them up for me? You know how to wrap? I'm horrible at it, like David. Okay, well, I would love to. David, thank you so much. Took that chart off my list. (laughs) John writes, grievance. People who still... Refuse to allow proper zipper merging. Oh yeah. You get look at you're all missing out, okay? A nice oh. zipper merge is so satisfying so and gratifying. Satisfying. And listen, here's what you can do, John, all right? Here's what I do if someone's not zipper merging. I just roll the window down, I lean way out, okay, and then I smack this out of my car. Hey! Come on! <laughs> like that. Oh, Let me in there, you! And people usually, people are so tough when all they can see is your windshield, right? But as soon as they see a oh, bulging eye wow. face screaming at them, smacking on the side of the car, Scary. they're like, oh, sorry, yep, you're right, come on in. I, I like to just wave at them and, like, give them a thumbs up, and then they usually let you in front, you know? Um, Kevin says, grievance, people driving behind you who flash their high beams to try and make you go faster. Yeah, there's a zoom zoom lane for a reason. That was another grievance that was aired. Yeah, well, so earlier. I was a little worried that... Kevin was in the fast lane there, or oh, the passing yeah. lane. Oh, yeah. That makes me out. That makes me, that's my ultimate grievance. Mm-hmm. Get out of the lane. Keep right, except to pass. Right. But Kevin's talking about when you're in like single lanes. I hear you. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. That is brutal. Let people drive. And then there's one from Kyle that says, so my grievance is the constant everyday struggle with being a kind person on the road. I constantly am being patient and allowing others to get in front of me, whether it's merging or turning onto the road that I'm on when I'm in traffic and people are barely making eye contact, let alone give me a courtesy wave. It's really hard to constantly do that without wanting to do it back to people, but I guess it pays to be a good person. Sure does, Kyle. Wow. That was all one sentence. I loved it. You know what? You gotta, it's gotta be your own reward, man. Yeah. You're doing it for just, you know, making out someone else's day. We love you for it. Yeah. Well, I just think that sometimes grievances are very helpful because sometimes you don't know what to do or what the proper etiquette is. And by hearing other people's Mm -hmm. grievances, you can kind of learn be like, oh, people don't like that. And I've been doing that this whole time. For example, I mean, we just got a list of grievances from Jade, who used to be on the station. We love you, Jade. We miss you. Yeah, she's dog walking now. And here is the airing of grievances from a dog walker. Number one, people who let their dogs off leash without working and perfecting a single recall, which is the CRD law, by the way. Mm. Great to know. Yeah, good to know. People who let their dogs approach humans because they say they're really friendly, but don't get the consent of the human. Some people don't want to be approached by dogs. Great point. That's right. People who don't go out of their way to move onto the trail side when you pass them with eight (laughs) dogs and are trying to go off the trail to give them and their dogs room to pass safely. Okay, that's that's a good thing to do. Move out of the way if you see a pack of dogs. (laughs) And finally, this one's also kind of traffic related. People who tailgate you when they're doing the speed limit and have eight dogs in the back of your vehicle that they can see. Okay. 
Good ones. These yeah, are you good see a tips. bunch of dogs in the back of a truck. Maybe just back off a little bit <laughs> yeah. there, please. Unless you're trying to get a look at the dogs, but even oh. then, that's think of the safety of the dogs if you love the dogs. Totally good ones, Jade. Oh, we're having a great day today. Just venting, letting stuff off our chest. You know, it's a nice little refresh, and then we can go into Christmas Eve and Christmas just hopefully in a good mood. Right. Right. We had one text though that was like, "What the heck is Festivus? What are you celebrating today? What is this? What are airing of grievances?" Uh-huh. I know it through Seinfeld, but it was actually created by author Daniel O'Keefe. Who was a writer on Seinfeld. Oh. Yeah. So did, did was it before Seinfeld, though? It just became popular in Seinfeld? During Seinfeld? Because that's what I was reading I, online. It, like, yeah, the existed guy, before. The, guy, the O'Keefe guy's dad, like, invented it. Oh, okay. And then he was a writer on Seinfeld, and he used that experience of his real life oh. and wrote it for the episode. And that's, yeah, it was only, like, that one family who did it. But, yeah, it's, it's the Seinfeld thing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, I love it. But I like that there's, because for a while there, every news, like, every, like, puffy daytime TV morning TV show was talked about festivals all the time, and it, and that's what I was asking you yesterday. I was like, "Is this hacky now? Are we doing hacky?" Oh, probably. But but that's from I think it's now it's like fading. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld is so old now at this point that it's like a little bit hipster again to be thinking about Festivus. Okay, that's the cycle of cool. Okay, we're in the cool part of the cycle of cool. Listen, you know what? I don't care. That's what makes me so cool. Wow, very cool, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ashley writes. Grievance, people who use the accessible washroom stall to take a number two and make me have to wait to go to the washroom and smell their duties. Paul, are you taking that one personally? Because I always see you doing that at work. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's a good learning opportunity for all of us. Grievances are great for that reason. It's the most private one. Why can't they all be just big, nice, accessible bathrooms? I just just, like to be private. Okay. This one is from Leanne. It says, ooh, my grievance is pedestrians at crosswalks who don't push the flashing light button. <laughs> yeah, that's frustrating, especially when it's dark out. You can't see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Ian says, uh, grievance to the electrician who flooded my basement. Oh, no. You couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a... I lost my train of thought. That's perfect. That's, that's from the last time. Alina says, shout out to Nate for being brave and getting his first vaccine today. Oh, nice. Not a grievance, but we'll allow it. That's great. Oh, it's a shout out. Dang. It's a shout out on (laughs) Grievance Day. Give it a buzz, but... We're so happy for Nate and good for you. Way to go, buddy. Uh, Stefan says, my grievance. Currently, I got a lot of problems with the Greek alphabet. (laughs) Get it? Yeah. Kyle says, shout out to Grievances. Heck yeah, baby. Merry Christmas to both of you. Buzz it. Oh, it's a shout out. It's too jolly. Too cheerful. (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) Dean says, my grievance is that I've not heard Jenny's full length live rendition of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yet. Yeah. It's in the works. We're going to do it. We're going to get a backing track. I got to get a producer. Yeah, if you know a producer is willing to do this for free, absolutely. Hook me up. We're looking for the right collaborative energy. Oh, here's one. Okay, this is from Trevor. This, this is some, there's some venom in this one. Oh. Trevor says, my grievance would be against the people that think whatever they're doing is way more important than what are you are doing. Oh. Whether that be driving, shopping, or servicing the equipment that helps keep them safe. Wow, that wow, got specific wow, wow. as Very well. Very specific. Yikes, I'm surprised Trevor. we didn't mention any names in that one. 
Love it. <laughs> Great grievances. This put me in a really good mood. It's working. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll do the feats of strength. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.